you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. At JCPenney, fashion counts for everybody and everybody. The weather is getting warmer and it's time to swap my winter layers for fun, vibrant, and cool clothing with so many fun things happening this spring like Mother's Day and the Wind Down Tour. It's hard to find great looking clothes that fit you just right. That's why I love JCPenney. JCPenney has so many stylish and comfortable options for so many different body types. I've been blown away by their selection and everything hugs my body in all the right spots. Refresh your wardrobe this spring with style that gets you. Something to wear that fits your favorite moments of the season at prices that feel just as good. Discover brands that get you and put style and comfort first, like Worthington and Liz Claiborne for her, each in women's petite and plus sizes. Here, spring comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. JCPenney, make everybody count. Picasso knows your vacation home is your best home. It's the place that brings family and friends together. It's where you're the best version of yourself. Picasso makes it easy to co-own a luxury vacation home in amazing locations. Listings start at 200K for one-eighth ownership. Picasso does all the work for you. Luxury furnishings, maintenance, billing, scheduling, and more. And you can resell on Picasso's marketplace anytime, historically for a 10% gain. Visit Picasso to see thousands of listings. That's P-A-C-A-S-O dot com. Hasselbeck under center. Gives to Marshawn Lynch again, and Marshawn Lynch able to get some positive yardage and breaks away across the 45, 50, 45, 40. Still on his feet, knocks a man down at the 30, 25, 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown, Seattle, 67 yards, and that might be the nail in the coffin. Damashek football program available on iTunes and at davedamashek.nfl.com. Now here's your host, Dave Damashek. Hold off with that hammer. Don't put that nail in there yet because he's rising up and he's back from the dead. Marshawn Lynch, or at least it sounds like he's going to be welcomed. Marshawn Lynch is dead. Well, I mean, I was football career wise. I, I think you I know. Was I was just kidding. Uh, metaphorical. Oh, I thought you were being literal. Like I, I, I wasn't aware. <laughs> what, I mean, I saw him almost get hit by that bus in Scotland. You know, he certainly was toying with it. Uh, hey, welcome to the Dave Damashek hey. football program Hi, Dave. Uh, presented Hi. by me undies studio 66. We're joined in here by two of our favorites, Matt Money Smith, Hello. my immediate left to Matt Money Smith's immediate left, Cynthia Freeland, Freeland, you see her kibitzing about the draft on the network and NFL.com, so on and so forth. Same goes for Matt Money Smith. You can also check him out on uh, iHeartRadio, Petros and Money Show, or if you happen to be in L.A., AM570 is where to go. Always great fun because I happen to be in the car for the afternoon drive. I can attest. Uh, as Absolutely. A, as and an you have almost to, when you follow him on Twitter, great. he's pretty good at being, like, good sarcastic on Twitter. A little snarky. little oh, snarky. A few, little? Few, just I a few tweets. Things. I say funny things on Twitter. You do. You do. Don't patronize me. <laughs> 
All right. You I know just what? think you been, invited to been, patronize, you know, and then you yelled at her for patronizing. You know, the, That's right. The That's. funny part is, like, like during the season, Matt has so many different jobs that he doesn't get a chance to be as snarky on Twitter than the off yeah. season, where he turns into snarky Matt Money Smith. It's just a you're just constant snark. So you yeah. like That's Matt ebbs snarky. and flows, and you kind of keep it. Snark to me, even though this isn't literally so, if you look it up in uh, in Merriam-Webster, <laughs> I, I think snark always seems to uh, to lack wit, right? Just mean-spirited. It's just straight meanness. Yeah. I'm not that Although way. I, 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 think the, I think most people believe, like like when I hear the term snark, I, I guess in my mind's eye, I visualize Weekend Update on Saturday Night Live. Like to me, right. that is the definition of the perfect amount of snark. That's, you a, know? that's a good one. We have a much we have a lot to get to, not a ton of time to get to it. Also, be on the lookout this weekend for our third installment of uh, the five weekly questions in season. I think we'll go to five, we'll do it daily, but for now, only uh, once a week. I think it comes out on Saturday on Snapchat. I believe Matt Money Smith and I'll tackle the five big questions of the week. We'll see if uh, Cynthia Freeland can free up her fancy schedule to join us so on fancy. that one. In the meantime, let's say hello to Matt Money Smith. You know, Properly. You know, he is a good Twitter follower right now because the NBA playoffs are mm. nigh. I'm sure he'll have some interesting For those insight. watching the, uh, the video feed, look what I'm doing right now. No one's watching oh, the video feed. We're, oh, we're both, we're both going to do Oh, it. yeah, we got fancy new mugs. We got new mugs. Just in time for audio-only podcasts. Oh, is that right? Yeah, speaking of audio-only uh, podcasts, you I, paid, be kidding me. I paid my uh, bi-monthly visit to uh, the Adam Carolla show and uh, visited with Carolla and company. I love it. A gay time is always in there. We broke down some <laughs> uh, some song lyrics. I, I, maybe we'll have time to do that today, Money. I'd love to get your thoughts yeah. on that. Uh, uh, Did you do any uh, REM? I know it's one of your favorite bands just celebrating that, uh, that anniversary. <clears throat> I issued my rankings. Of course, I'm an amateur compared to you, a guy who worked in the music industry money. Did I get it right? The greatest REM record of all time. I would time. only, I would flip your, I saw the tweet. I would flip your one and two. I debate that. You know what? Month to month yeah. it changes. I think sometimes that's, it's document. Those, those are the two. Life's Rich Pageant. Yeah. And I think you have to make room for reckoning in there too. I think those are, those are without question the top three, um, but I'm, I'm with you. I, I think uh, you're right. Depending on what kind of mood you're in, it's it's one of those two. It's life's rich pageant or document. I just believe front to back. If you're going for quality plus quantity, I think you're you're probably three to four songs deeper on document. I would I would submit both strong choices. Yeah. Cynthia Freeland in the meantime, representative of much of the audience. I uh, I imagine you've never heard of REM. Oh, that was the first concert I ever went to. Is that true? It smelled like skunks in there. Was it really? R.E.M. was your first concert? <laughs> that was my first concert. That's what, was your, what my little what was, sister Debbie said in 1979 when we sat out in the Fenway Park bleachers. How come it smells funny? It's like a skunk kind of like a smoke out here, Mom. Yes, it is. You, next time next time Marianne Freeland's on the show, you got to ask her what her response to me was when I said, why did it smell like skunks, Mom? Why don't you just Bunch of hippies. Jason tell us? What, I why? mean, she, she basically said, accused me of missmelling. She's like, oh, oh really? no, that's not what, no, Wait no. Wait a second now. Your mother took you to your first concert that seems she yeah. dro- p- dropped me off and picked me up oh dropped you off and picked you oh, up okay. right i couldn't drive yet she okay. dropped me off and picked me up and we we're like why did it smell like skunk she's like you guys must have been sitting next to some stinky people mm-hmm. it was all people I, was. So I know you're gonna yeah. get to some some kid issues on, on the podcast so i'll just share this because i did have this moment with my oldest daughter who is visiting colleges right now and we were up at cal and uh if anyone has ever been to berkeley it is. It truly is just a dichotomy of that city. When you're on campus, it is the cleanest, most beautiful, uh, upwardly mobile, preppy, you know, extremely smart kids. It's probably the top public university in the nation. Um, and then the second you step off, 
it is Berkeley, you know, that you come to know. And so as we're walking down um, one of the streets there, my daughter says, what is, what is that smell? And I said, oh, that's, that's marijuana. There's people smoking weed out here. And she's like, really? Just like right at her? I said, yeah, I want you to take a look around. You know, remember what you saw on campus there and what those people look like? I want you to take a look around on this street here and you tell me, what are they doing there? <laughs> little, little teaching moment huh, for the old man trying to plant that seed. Well done, Matt Money Smith. Yeah. Father, father yeah. of a young person. That's very nice. I do always like when there's a college football game up there and the field reporter gets sent up into the hills and oh, the yeah. trees. And there are actual students up there watching the games burning tree looking down on yep. the field that's a that's an experience well they used to you know before the remodel they used to live in those trees and they used to uh relieve themselves in those trees really? yes and when the field reporters would go up there sometimes they would have a little target practice with oh my their, goodness yes like it was oh you will hear <laughs> terrible stories about what life was like when they had to do a game at cal and they would venture up into that area all right we have a lot of football to talk all right, about sorry. we have the game of life to talk about i want to i have a parental question for you matt money smith and cynthia freeland if you please first though let's hear it let's rejoice dance if you wish it's matt money smith everybody mm. There it is, a little more rocking. Oh, yeah. Whoa. There we go. I like that. Dick Banks going well a little done. heavy with that bass yeah, line a little bit. Yeah, I like bit. that. Hey, uh, by the way, Dick Banks, the one-man house band, great lover of golf, so much so that he will sit there and watch Masters players from the practice tee yes. at the driving range. Do you do that too, Money? <laughs> He's not- doing it right now! <laughs> <laughs> Who's going to win? It's Thursday. It's already underway, so nobody oh, can uh, take it to the book. You but be who- careful. You, you got me here too. I like this. I, uh- oh, yeah, you were tweeting about uh, some advanced stats of, about the wind and who that favors. I do a, The uh- wind, Freeland! I the do a master's. Uh, oh yeah, the wind. Let you got yeah. to be able to you move that ball both ways. Too. In, in the UK, when it's the when it's time for the open, but not for the, not Masters. We'll see. The we'll see if the uh, the afternoon different. scores today are really bad yeah. compared to the morning scores. Uh, I, I I think this is a Rory. I, I really do. I feel good about Rory. Um, the the fact that the greens got soaked like crazy yesterday is going to help him out. Uh, a lot. He can move the ball both ways. He's a big hitter. Bombers usually won the mas- win the Masters. Um, now the rain does neutralize some of that um, and brings a lot more people into the field. But, yeah, if I was forced, which you're forcing me to do right now, I'd, uh, I'd go Roy You know McElroy. what the Masters needs? It needs a big name to win it. Will it? Who are these people? I defy anybody who claims themselves well, a golf fan. Remember before that, though, it was Bubba. So you had a couple Bubba. You had two Bubbas in there, which which oh, helped a lot. I guess I haven't been paying that much attention. Yeah, yeah. Will it last year? But that's only because George There's Spieth some weird had a meltdown. Winning. Who was the Charles guy? Charles Schwartzel. Yeah, Mike right. Weir win it. Zach Johnson won it. And that's what happens. Like when weather comes in, these sort of random dudes. So Augusta, uh, they have a second cut, but the rough isn't like a rough on other courses, like on those British courses, like you're talking about. So you want to go. You you can favor a long driver. Someone you can use your irons. Long driving and. 
that because they're they don't get as punished no. if they don't end up going blow the hell straight, out of the ball right so just distance go for yeah. it so par five scoring is important scrambling is important when the wind happens like this and you're right that you you kind of get like an interesting set of who wins however the rookie hasn't won and since 1979 and I think oh, this year we could have doing. some rookie I like me some John Rom what would you rather win a gold jacket that uh, gives you entrance to the Pro Football Hall of Fame or a green jacket to Augusta. Um, well, I'm a, a woman, so it's probably unlikely that I could win either. I would rather have a Pro Football Hall of Fame. See, I think I don't go, put that ceiling on yourself there, sister. <laughs> I, I do think look I'd really go, good in power. Golf. I'd go green. You know why? Because you can get into the Hall of Fame without having won a Super Bowl. But if you have the green jacket, you've won the Masters. So. Good point. It's a good point. Go. I also like being outside a lot, so golf's good. What's the best sports booty out there? Is it the gold jacket, the green Stanley jacket, Cup. the Heisman Stanley Trophy? Cup. Stanley Cup. I say Stanley Cup. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. Wow. Well, you know, I've, I, I should remind. When the playoffs start, remind me to tell my annual uh, yarn about drinking from the Stanley Cup. Iron City beer at that, like 2.30 a.m. in a Pittsburgh bar. 1992-ish, 91-ish maybe. It's a good thing it's beer with like alcohol in it because that just grosses me out. That tradition grosses me out. No, it's terrific. I like the uh, – <laughs> my favorite uh, My favorite ones are the guys that get it for the day, the cereal. I love the idea of eating Fruit Loops <laughs> or Apple Jacks or Honeycomb. With their baby with in the there. With the baby, yeah. There's, I like there's, where they put dogs or babies in yeah. As That's a soup funny. enthusiast, I might declare That's, the Shecky Award winner. Yeah. Hey, look at this. It's a five-bean soup. Your 2017 <laughs> Checky Award winner out of the Stanley Cup. Hey, enough with the nonsense. All right. It's all prelude. We've been waiting for this for some time. We have had the song for a while. Now the accompanying video. What will we do with this, MVP to make sure people can see it but, if they're, if they're listening it. to us right now? It'll be on NFL.com slash GDFP. Okay, so we we'll tweet, tweet out, out the video. And I dare say, I've seen. I've gotten a sneak peek. It's Did you very, really? Hey, I'm excited. It's, it's oh very my, I might cry. Well, it's, it's cinematic. <laughs> I might really cry. Ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Okay. All right, here we go. Cynthia Freeland's new intro song. Accompanied by video. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> it's Mary Ann's daughter here to steal the show. Back in the day, she had a mullet with a funky flow. Running marathons for her fitness goals. On the DDFP, she got the stat control. Cause when it comes to the numbers, she's a gunslinger. She do the math in her head, she don't count fingers. No one to question the numbers, she'll lay waste to you. She's from Michigan, yo, it's Cynthia. What the hell? I mean, why is that, that, why is, is that uh, so much better than everything else? That is, that's, that's the best thing that the Dave Damashek football program's ever put together. I mean, it I, is. It's a short film, that it is, could yes. win an Oscar. Who did that? Mick G? <laughs> <laughs> Where did that come from, Emma VP? Heaven. It came straight from heaven. Experts. Yeah. Todd Metcalf. Todd. Then we had some great editors. Leland Russell. I, I, well, I said I, Mick G. It was Mick C. You know, that's who I put that like together. That, uh, that is impressive. That's a passive-aggressive attack on the person whose name is on the show. Yeah. Why isn't anything like that happened for me? Hey, Dave, just so you know. When's it my Dave, turn? Hey, there is an intro coming for you. Oh, yeah. I've heard it. Oh, it's incredible. It, it got stuck in my head, too. That's exciting. What it's, do you think, Freeland? I I feel like I should be – I don't know who to buy right-hand thank you notes to, buy some pre- – like, That was I, awesome. It really was cool. so good. good for yeah. you. Now you have that for all of them. time. I know. Now that, that uh, belongs to you. I, Hey, quick question now. So I said I wanted to ask a parental one, and then I promised uh, some pro football talk. But, I'm really uh, good at parental questions because I have right. a lot of experience here. 
This past weekend, uh, I took the uh, the older kids to uh, to one of those bouncy houses. Not bouncy houses. Uh, one of those things that has the uh, big air, the mats embedded into the ground. Yeah. You know, they uh, sky, sky zone, zone sky zone, big air. Yeah, yeah. And they well, actually, we went to one in Woodland Hills, uh, California, and uh, it was called Sky High, I think. Yep. And, uh, Keyshawn Johnson was there. And uh, my uh, my daughter, baby Oprah, you know, now uh, just about 10 years old, you know, I said, that guy, you know, he played for USC. And she said, oh, my classmates, we uh, they love USC football. They'll be jealous. I want to go say hi to him. So she did, and he couldn't have been more gracious, which was very nice. That's great. He's awesome. He's yeah. awesome. Yeah, he was very he was very uh, pleasant to her, which I appreciate. So always easy. I, uh, awesome. It takes the same amount of energy to be nice as it does to be a jerk to people when, when they do something. There is like Keyshawn 0% jerk. Well, I've seen it was also- money. You should see the way. I mean – I'm the worst. Dozens and dozens. When people come, you walk the streets in any football town with Matt Money Smith. Yeah. Oh, they come. They come. They do. Ga- gaggle. I just swat them away. He Leave does. me alone. Excuse I've got me, business to, have, to tend to. Trying to have a meal. Actually, I was on the plane back with, or I was going through security with Dion at the same time after the combine. People were creepy. Dion like, who? Sanders. Oh. And he, <laughs> yeah. he, uh, that people were trying to touch his stuff. And he got like randomly dinged for the extra screening, and people were like staring at his bag, like they wanted to touch it. Oh. So I went over and guarded it. I felt like I had to because touch his bag. I so creepy. They just wanted a little like yeah. they just wanted a little. It was ugh, don't make do that. that a, I think out of context, uh, that's a nice drop for us there. That you, <laughs> they just wanted to. They touch wanted it. to touch his bag. Yeah, thinking the same thing. They <laughs> did, but it was so creepy. They were eyeing it, like kind of. I like, can understand Dion Warwick, but man, not Dion <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I was just Do like, you know the way to San Jose. <laughs> la, 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 la. A contemporary of Dion, uh, of Dion Warwick's, uh, Don Rickles, sad to say, died uh, on yeah. Thursday at the age of 90. Really one of the one of the real legends. And you had a relationship with him. It, no, I didn't. Well, I mean, he was around when you were working with Kimmel. He, Kimmel uh, he was Sal. around a lot, wasn't he? Kimmel and Sal and those yeah. guys. Yeah, actually did uh, break bread with yeah. him and uh, Jimmy. As he as he's done. I mean, I talk about wish fulfillment uh, as a career. Kimmel has now his uh, his favorite singer, Huey Lewis. Yep. He's performed with him. You and I were any number of times at that birthday party where Huey Lewis was in uh, shooting baskets. I was shagging. <laughs> I was. I was shagging rebounds for Huey Lewis because I too, I'm one of my music it's heroes. Amazing. Uh, yes, Jimmy. Jimmy is a good person to know when it comes to those. Then things. Kimmel's favorite radio, his all-time legends are David Letterman. Early in his career, yep. he gets to be on the Letterman show. That now he's good, such good pals with Howard Stern, his role model on the radio, and uh, in you know performance philosophy and yep. all that now he goes up to the hamptons with oh, let yeah. me get back to my question yeah, yeah. five I, minutes I, ago I understand what's it damashek's turn already when do i get some sunshine it's coming dave let's hear it's coming down the pipe maybe the next lifetime so anyway we're at this bouncing thing we're you know they're bouncing around they love it and um one of the uh, events you can do in there is the is dodgeball and they're rotating the kids through there and everything. And I find it, it occurred to me, and I, it caused me to reflect back on uh, my elementary school days when dodgeball was the thing. It really reveals one's character early in age. Dodgeball, for some reason, uh, more than other sports. Is it right? I, I commended both my kids because I was watching them uh, independent of each other. And they both, without when the, when the rule guy, when the referee guy didn't see that the other person had caught the ball the, on the other side, caught one of their throws. They still dutifully turned and walked off. They didn't need to be told. Meantime, other kids in Rampant there, cheating. 
Cheat! Rampant. The ref didn't see them catch yeah. it. And they, oh, did he see it? They looked as, oh, no, he didn't see it. I'm good. I'm going to stay out here. Or did I get nicked with that one? Yeah, I just got nicked with that one, but the ref didn't see it, so I'm staying out here. My kids always tuck tail and walk off. Are they too law-abiding? Especially in a time, money, mm. in the 21st century here in 2017, all rules of the U.S. of A. have been thrown out the window by Mitch McConnell and beyond. Oh, I thought you were going to go uh, LPGA. I thought that's where you were going with that, not Mitch McConnell. In the, I uh, don't care. But by the way, what did Al The Franken, nuclear option. When Al Franken paid us a visit on the show, fellow uh, senator, arch rival, though, of Mitch McConnell, I asked him, Mitch McConnell just seems like he must be a lot of fun to be around. I asked Al Franken about that. It's a good question. Uh, we debate on the floor, but then uh, afterwards go out to dinner, and no one laughs harder than uh, Mitch at my... <laughs> uh, you know, it's a different job. You. I it's thought a- you were being serious. Yeah, see, he, 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 yeah. Al knew it. Al said, yeah, I, I imagine he has a real wit when you take him uh, away from the political. Uh, it is uh, It is one of the most accurate and awkward. Uh, this is a guy that looks like a blank um, in all of in all the world, that Mitch McConnell looks like a turtle. He really and, does. I mean, he really does. There is something about the shape of his nose, the soft jaw, uh, the not even really double chin, but the way the skin attaches from his neck to his chin. I mean, it, he looks like a turtle, a turtle it's, in human form. It many is people agree. You know what I realized? Proves evolution's real. There you know you who he looks Let's like? Get to the Galapagos. It's, it's kind of freaky <laughs> given the nuclear option and all that. He looks very much like Slim Pickens, who rides the uh, the warhead at the end of uh, Doctor yes. Strange Love. If Straight only that's down. the continental U.S. underneath Slim Pickens there. That may be that may have uh, foretold. A nuclear Mitch option McConnell. in the figurative sense. There, there you go. That's there the American go. way. Goodbye, uh, Slim Pickens slash uh, Mitch McConnell. Hey, anywho. Wait, I feel like I still didn't give any advice. Yes, go oh, ahead. For give me the advice, yes. I mean, no, I, was I, that, is that right or should I encourage them? Listen, you got to listen. Life, life ain't giving you any, any breaks. You got to make your own. No, you have to tell they have to do the right thing. But the opportunity you did miss was to make your daughter go up to Keyshawn Johnson and say, throw me the damn ball. Ah. <laughs> because that's the real thing you did wrong. <laughs> Parenting 101 here would dictate you should take that opportunity because at some point that's a way better story than just like, I shook his hand. Wah. Throw I, me the right. damn this, ball. This kind of sounds like a humble brag, but I sincerely mean I, it, it is not intended this way. My daughter met Willie McGinnis, and Willie said, I love this girl because she said, oh, well, you know, I want to take a picture with you. Uh, Patriots, my schoolmates are uh, pay out. Willie, uh, uh, now she and Willie McGinnis. I don't, are chums. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I don't care for it. The innocence of children. I right? told her not to shake. I, I, I forbade it, and she did it anyway. You're just afraid that she's not going to be a Steelers fan is really what's no. going on here. I mean, yeah, Ooh, that's, that's like that's, that's I, a good observation. I really think that that your your that is angst good here is coming from the There's fear. one thing with them being with with my kids being Rams or Bolts fans. It's an entirely different matter if they decide to the jump on the bandwagon and ride the. 20%. But Willie's pretty charming. I don't want to talk about it. Anymore. I did, by the way, speaking of this, real quick. Am I supposed to cheat or not? Are they supposed to? No, encourage no them? cheating. No cheating. You know, Just I make your kids be more athletic than ever. The only, the only problem is that has millions more in his yeah. bank account for generations to come because he had 50 home runs. You know who has, Does he juiced up? I mean, is the that, only is problem am I supposed is, to discourage with, that? With that yes. is every other kid out there is cheating. You know, it's like the old Dr. Spock uh, philosophy on raising your kids. It's not what's right or wrong. It's kind of like, what is the societal norm? 
Mm. You don't want to be outside of the societal norm. That's when your kids have issues because yeah, right. they're being treated That's different true. than the I rest did go of their to, peer I did group. go to elementary school with a girl whose mom insisted on dressing her in colonial wear. Like, <laughs> it's not. I didn't <laughs> expect that. No. Of all and her Powdered wigs and, and her, everything? No, like, no wig, but like everything else. And her grandfather was buried in the backyard. It was not an easy life. Oh, what? I know. Holy it was cow. serious crap. It's certainly outside of Here's the, a wooden uh, one to replace it. <laughs> hey, uh, MOVP, we hear Cynthia Freeland's time is running short. What do we need to get to before yes. she walks? I mean, you got a whole list there on the rundown. You can choose uh, maybe don't, something. Don't pass that. the buck. I want to know. I want to. Why don't you make a decision? Why don't we let MOVP? Cynthia decide? You're yeah. the head writer. Cynthia decide what she's going to do. We all got the, uh, we got the rundown. What football topic do you want to talk about? I think that I kind of like the Bears topic. Okay, let's do good. Bears. But yeah. I, before we do the that, Bears. before we get into the Chicago Bears, half empty, half full, as we're doing with all 32 NFL teams here in the offseason, evaluating where they stand between 16 and uh, 2017, Emma VP, give us a surprise game show. I like, uh, I like uh, where this one uh, has a potential to go here. All right. Matt Money Smith. We're bringing it back here. I've said he's, I said he's a sage on any manner of subjects. That's not true. He's way older than I, Cynthia Freeland. I am. But Cynthia Freeland fancies herself. I'm an old this, soul. This should be up your alley. I'm an old soul. She's got a big okay. brain. Yeah, right. That all that. I, like, I don't. I, I, I don't have stuff. any space. I have facts. I don't. You know, like I don't have any of. space in my brain for politics. I fill it all up with useless other stuff. So I actually Great. probably let's see how much useless out. crap you know. Emma VP. Today's question. And am I a participant in this game? You are. Yeah. Oh right. I forget how these go. All right. So this is. Can you name a quarterback who started at least 100 games for each team in the NFL? Nope. Start. All right. Who starts? Can I get a num? Can I? Can I ask one clue? How many have done it? Is it a big list? It's a big list. Okay. Really? Like more than 20 on there? Yes. All okay, right. we'll start with Matt Money Smith. Philip Rivers. These are these are all-time QBs, obviously. It yes. can just be current. Right. Tom right. Brady. <laughs> 100 games. 16 goes into 100. See, like that. Freeland's got six. that already. Well, six. Yeah. Well, six times. That's 96. So if so. you make six seasons, so that's well, the way and you then like the playoff. That to makes to it a lot easier. Times. Yeah. That was right, helpful. Go, you know what? I'll go with. I'll go with. I got I another do? one. Why don't I just start off with Terry Bradshaw? Oh my God! That weight yeah. seemed to. Uh, so you can't. You want to get so the first wait, one out wait, of the way? Wait, wait, I got to look. It's all time. Now you can't use another Steelers one. Why not? Why there can't could I do be. That? Oh, oh, okay. I thought you meant for the. Okay, got it. Well, since you took the Steelers, I'm just going to put Tommy Maddox to the side here and go Drew Brees. Eli Manning. <sighs> Peyton man. Yeah, that's the easy one. <laughs> John Elway. Marina. <laughs> what? Like, no, I, that was back there, Charm. Give an order. I like hearing that. How about this one, guys? Carson Palmer. That's a good one. Well, it has to be the same team, though, right? Yeah. Oh, maybe not. No, maybe not. Come on. Give you it to me. It. Give it to me. Yeah. No. Oh, I was trying to get cute. I was trying to get cute, and it how bit me. Quick, that's how you. Wow, I would have thought for sure he Clear had 96 obvious, games with the Bengals. Go. No, no, no. See, I tried to get cute, and it bit me. Yeah, go ahead, Cynthia Freeland. Let that be a lesson to you, kids. Uh, God, I can rattle off ten I, right now. Tony Romo? Did he do 100? He had to have. He got hurt a lot, but he had. That's to. I the, mean, 14 seasons. Yeah. <gasps> you know what? Just to just to shame Matt Money Smith a little yeah. bit, or to stick it to him a little bit. How about uh, Kenny Anderson? Ah, easy. I'm out. Oh, it's, it, this, out? Is, this is a game. This is game show here. Can you help me cheat? No. <sighs> Please? There's nothing you, you were thinking of anybody. I thought you were okay with cheating. 
As long as it's a social norm. <laughs> Only for children. Fine, I'll take you both on. That's fine. Fine. You guys can Good, we're it. a team. I'll show my powers. I defer to my teammate. Oh, like Matt Smith and Cynthia Freeland are so smart. What a credit they are to the broadcasting profession. Dumb Dave doesn't know nothing about nothing. I mean, really? He doesn't get videos made. So, oh, I don't even oh. know who that is filing the complaint. But. Sid Luckman. Oh, that's a good one. What team? Chicago Bears. What? Uh, what? <laughs> he was on the Bears for 30 years. Sorry. Yeah, but they only played like one and a half games a year. I mean, the only one I had was Favre. Yeah, oh, Brett yeah. Favre's one. Bre- <laughs> that was, that was the only Lord one. Star? That's the only yeah. one I had in the in the tank there. How about Aaron Rodgers? How about Johnny Unitas? Yeah. Unitas. That's a good one. Um, How about Archie Manning? Did he have <laughs> How about Joe yeah. Ferguson? Joe Ferguson certainly did it. Jim Kelly did it. Jim yep. Kelly, that um, one's a good one. Did I say Namath? Namath. Warren Moon. Richard Whoa. Todd probably came close, but I'm not going to say him. Here's another one. Snake Stabler. Dan Fouch. Yeah. Um, Did Roethlisberger do it? Did we not say him? Roethlisberger has to have done yeah. it. Uh, okay. I'm at least contributing. Yeah. Mine are m- more, you know. I'm going through the – I'm now I have to do it by division. Bernie Kosar had to have done it. Um, Things are fun. I'm trying to think if I – would Sipe no. have done it? See, I was just thinking Sipe, and I'm going to say no. All right, I'm going to avoid him. And Otto Graham with the AAFL. Yeah. Might, uh, How about Steve Young? You think there. Steve Young did it for the Niners? It's a fun Yeah, role. Steve Young. Oh, yes. Let's go. You know what? So. Let's keep that role going with another lefty of that era. Boomer Esaias. Yeah. There you go. All right, so that's that division. Flacco has been it. You know what? I'm going to say Joe Flacco. Well done. Um, I'm clean, by the way. I'm clean here. Steve McNair probably did it. Mm, that's that's going to be with close. The Titans? Oh, boy. He probably. Yeah. Probably, yeah, there you go. Yeah. Uh, uh, the, How about Jim McMahon? That's going to be close. Ah. Yeah. You know who did up. do it, though? Mark Brunel. Wow, look at that. What a roll. That is this impressive. Is, this, is a, this is a great, great roll, damage. Did we already do Archie Manning? I said it. You did? Okay. But I don't know if there was a ding or not. All right, we have uh, for the Chiefs, certainly Lenny Dawson yep. did it. Um, I said Fouts. What about the Berg? wonder if – I don't know about Bill DeBerg. Bill Kenny, I bet, took a run at it but didn't get there. Give me I Steve bet. DeBerg. Give me DeBerg. I am not officially saying Bill Kenny. That is not on my list. Oh, you. so you're kind I'm gonna of – I'm yeah, contemplating a lot. He just wanted his – he wanted him to be clean. Yeah. Oh, did I say Snake Snake? No, I, I, did you, you acknowledge did. Snake? Yeah, Snake's a no-brainer. Okay. Um, Who else would have been there? Gannon, uh, he wouldn't have gotten there, I don't think, with the Raiders. Um, you think Baby Hands Craig got 100 in there for the Seahawks? That's a horrible name. <laughs> he definitely did. He played like 10 yeah, years at least. Exactly. I wonder, I'm tempted to say Jim Zorn, but I'm going to jump over to the other side. So okay. Dallas Cowboys, Staubach. Staubach, yeah. You think Danny White? Aikman. Aikman for sure. How about White? You think White's got 100? 100. No. Oh, yeah. Skins, Theismann did it. I was about to. Yep. That's the one because I was going by. Definitely not Jorgensen. I mean, the guy who's interesting is Sammy Ball. What? Jorgensen's a yes? How about that? Nice. Man, this is tougher than I thought. I'm terrible at this game. Eagles, Jaws. What about Randall? I'm going to go. Oh, you're you're giving it to him. (laughs) Giving him Jaws. How about Randall? Yeah, Randall's a yes. He has to. Yeah. Um, Oh, Fran Tarkenton. Oh, wow. Now that I'm thinking of Randall. Right. Phil Simms. Yep. Well, it's not that bad when you think it's six seasons. If you play six full seasons, you get close. You're welcome. 
But also keep, keep in mind, I would have eventually figured the math out. Oh, Donovan McNabb. 14 games. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Uh, so you think we, Culpepper did uh, 100 for the Vikings? Ooh, that's that's, that's going to be borderline. That's a close one. Yeah, that's going to be close. Matt Money has all the stinking thoughts. Damashek. Yeah. Christine. Um, NFC South. So you got Breeze. We got there. Breeze. We, we got, got Archie. Um, St- oh, Steve Barkowski certainly yep. did it. Um, Barkowski for is there, what? What Falcons could be on there? You Matty know, Ice? you know, it's a pretty interesting name. Did Matt Ryan get? Ice has to do yeah. it. Ice did it. You know who's pretty close is uh, Cam. How many seasons is he through? Six 2011. Now? Is his, he was 20. So he's six seasons so, through? Yeah, he's six true? seasons through. So it's yeah, a no. Six or 12. Yeah. 12. Because he's, yeah. he's on his second deal. So and He's missed a few games. Yeah. And we say uh, Rodgers did get it. Yeah. Rodgers, Rodgers got out. it. Vikings, Tarkenton. Um, Lions. Aww. No bear. You know, how long was Cuddy in Chicago? Not long no. enough. Not, no well, way. he didn't play enough. He got hurt a lot. No long. way. Cuddy did do it. At the Cuddy Bears? did it. And Whoa. no Tebow. No Tebow anyway. You know who's another Patriot? Steve Grogan did it. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, so M of VP checks it, nods in agreement, then hits the ding button. Um, There's no lion. <laughs> Charlie I wonder. Gash? I wonder if this is remotely entertaining. There's a the lion. Audience. No, I'm going to say no. Who you is think it? Of us. I, I'd say no. You know, people, people are because uh, people... they're yelling at their device. But you, of so choice. you think it's not so officially radio maestro, uh, legend of the 21st century <laughs> on the airwaves, Matt Money Smith? Should I continue to do these little games or no? I don't. I personally don't believe trivia plays because I think you end up leaving. <laughs> so many more people out than you include. But this isn't – I, I would agree if I said, who's the only man right. to do this? That's, that's right. one that's, thing. That's the this trick listing here. thing, you can play from home. And it is a football podcast. It. People are consuming this. Uh, it, it is – while it is the game of life, it is certainly football-centric. Um, so I think you can get away with this one. Because everyone's okay, going wait. through their favorite team right now cataloging. I'm going to do – Wait, I want to know who you're going to go one I'm going to get wild one more Matt Stafford – Gary Danielson, and I'm going to push my luck, and I'm going to go Eric Kipple. Oh, Bobby Lane did it for the Lions for sure. Listen, I'm out, oh. I'm out, I'm out. I've got to listen. I'm not, I'm not hanging my head on, on that performance. Well done. Damashek is the winner. Going away. Both okay. be ashamed. I have to go do this thing, and I'll be right back. All right. You That'll be shame. It, clothing change. <laughs> That'll be fun. Well, I guess then you'll see it on Friday at the Magic of TV. Excellent. What are you off to do there, Cynthia Freeland? What Path to the draft. Path to the draft on Friday. Mm-hmm. Look for it on yeah. NFL Network. There she goes, <laughs> Don't Cynthia tell anyone Freeland. That it was, We're going to be done, done before you, you get back. You take that right? smooth path, that asphalt. We'll stay over here on the rocky road. Matt Money Smith, who is the funniest comedian alive today? We've lost Rickles. Oh, boy. Um, I am not a big comedian guy, I'll be honest with you. I know that's kind of weird to say. Who would ever say that? But... Um, I'll tell you, I like Bill Burr. He's very good. Uh, he's he's very good. What's the uh, – Reagan. C. Reagan. What's the guy's name? Regan. Oh, Bill Regan. He's, I mean, uh, yeah, Brian Regan. Yeah. Brian Regan is really, he's really good. Yeah. And, I mean, that's – the impressive thing about him is he doesn't curse. You know, that's – And he's been around for 30 Forever. Years. And his he is still great. And then there's the one guy from Australia. Who am I forget? What's his name? Uh, um, yeah. Those are probably my top three. See, I say, oh, I'm not a big comic guy, and I pull out Regan and, yeah, and Burr. What's and... that guy's name? Jim Jeffries. Jim yeah, Jeffries, yeah. Those are probably my uh, three Mark favorite. Mark Brady behind the glass uh, with the uh, – How about you, Shaq? 
I probably I'm boring. I probably have to go Louis C.K. I think you're overthinking it. Otherwise, I mean, he's you know, he's a wizard. I, see, I think I think Regan's he's great. I really do. He's I think great. he is the best. Yeah. Yeah, it's almost like cherry picking to say like, "Hey, right. name uh, successful musicians," and, and right. saying Justin Timberlake. Right. Let's go uh, off the board a little bit there. Speaking of that money, as we jump into this uh, half empty, half full with the Chicago Bears, you also, as I mentioned already, are a uh, music, uh, a deep uh, music knowledge. A little, we did a little uh, music draft here on the show recently. What would be your fi- first five selections if you're filing away songs? You're drafting them. No one else can have them. You Just songs them. Or, yeah. or artists? Songs. Songs. Um, Give us two. All right, two. It's it's not and this a, do, list yeah, doesn't get to go on forever. You no. don't. This isn't this isn't uh, Spotify where you can just okay. endlessly add to your playlist. You you have a finite number. I have of a very odd uh, twelve my, my, songs. Yeah, let's my, make it. My favorite band is uh, the Grateful Dead, and I have a very odd favorite Grateful Dead song. Not a lot of people cite Dire Wolf as their favorite ah. Dead tune, but it is mine. So that would probably be my number one. My favorite, Box of Rain. Love Box of Rain. Box of Rain, top five. That's coming with me. If, okay. I'm, if I'm only yeah. I'm taking five songs, if I'm taking 12 songs with me off onto the island or into my car to drive around uh, post-apocalyptic world like Chuck Heston in Omega Man, and I'm the only Box one here in the tons, Box of Rain's yeah. in the car. I, I think of that whole record, of that American Beauty record that tends to be the one that most people know from, from the dead, um, I think I'd take Ripple instead of hmm. Box of Rain, personally. From, from the Mars Hotel. People always yes. say, oh, you got to see the you had live to see the, the dead Mars live Hotel. or they're no good. But uh, Mars Hotel is a good uh, audio listen. So yeah, and I uh, – So there. So I'm probably there. taking uh, – I'm probably going to take a couple dead. So I'll take um, – I will take the 1990 – or was it 91? I feel terrible because it was the last performance by Brent Midland before he OD'd. His Fire on the Mountain was my favorite. Hmm. Uh, he and Jerry doing Fire on the Mountain where it was something special. I was at that show at uh, Tinley Park. So I take that. Uh, my favorite other band right next to Same neck. Same tour. I, I Oh, no. I went the year after when uh, Horns, when Bruce Hornsby uh-huh. filled in for, for Brent. Uh, for Brent. And I saw those and Super Bowl great. shows at uh, in Vegas. I went to all three of those. Um my other favorite band, speaking to uh, the Dick Banks and my my love of punk rock. Your is, own uh, song. Is your it? theme song. No, 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 no. Is, your uh, own theme no. song. How? So I, I'm, can I, you imagine? I am now going to hop over to the uh, the hardcore punk rock street and uh, my, my favorite band, Naked Ray Gun, from Chicago and probably take, oh boy, of all the Ray Gun songs, I'd probably end up taking either Vanilla Blue or... Um, Rat Patrol would be uh, one of those two, I would take. Such a funny place to see a show, the Cubby Bear, yeah. right? I mean, literally just about in the shadow of Wrigley Field, Caddy Corner saw from Naked the, the southwest corner mm-hmm. of uh, of Wrigley Field there. And I saw, um, I saw Fishbone uh-huh. just before things went sideways for them. Yep. And I had no expectation. I went there. In fact, they opened for De La Soul. Okay. And uh, so I was excited to see the headliner. And I said, well, let's get well, let's get in there and see Fishbone. I hear they're great live Fantastic. band. I mean, it's one of the top three or four live shows I've ever seen. Saw Fishbone seen. at the Metro on the Truth and Soul tour. Um, in I Chicago. mean, they, they were something. Now yes. you can go see him. I think they still are kicking. He lost his mind. Yeah, he's um, crazy. And uh, the I think front he man, was, the bald yeah, yeah. front man with the little. Gosh, why can't I remember his hat. name though? Shame on me. Um, I saw him just before the split of their. That'd be an interesting one. Mon Pa would be an interesting one to take with you from Fishbone. That's a good. Uh, <laughs> 
I would get stuck. Like I, I would, I would be the Minnesota Vikings, and you would just people would be passing me over during the draft because I'd be thinking too hard of what I wanted to do. Yeah, it's the uh, drafts on my brain right now. Maybe Money and I'll do a little draft on yeah. uh, this week's uh, five questions. Uh, yeah, we talk, we tackle the game of football, but, but as always. The more important game, the game of life. But back to pro football. The Chicago Bears, Matt Money Smith happens to be a Chicago native. It's come up on the show any number of times. By the way, you don't root for any baseball team, do you? Um, I do for the Dodgers a little bit because our radio station carries them. Um, my daughters love going to baseball games. And so, you know, I guess this is a humble brag. You know, we have access and the kids get to go on the field during batting practice so to see the kids light up you know when Justin Turner comes out of the dugout and sees them and they get all excited you that that's that just changes your allegiances like that and last year you know I grew up in Chicago my grandmother raised me we watched Cub games together every day at 2 20 p.m. when I got out of school and I had nothing and I was desperately trying to find really? the emotion to root for the Cubs, and I and I was cheering for the Dodgers because I'm in the room with the kids, and they're excited when Justin Turner hits that home run. And, uh, yeah, my allegiances have totally shifted. I completely hear you, and me and uh, Jean-Claude Van Damaschek and I are going to his first NHL hockey game. It's the Flames and the Kings Okay. in Staples Center Thursday night as the season winds down. Um, I'm very excited. He's very, he's over the moon with anticipation for it. In the back of my head, though, I have a feeling he's going to vibe to the Kings. Yeah, that's what happened. They're going to score some goals, and then they're going. He's going to hear the crowd cheering. That's he's going to want to be a part of that. It became a radio bit for us. Uh, my mother's contempt for me when I was cheering for the Kings when they and the Blackhawks were tangling. I mean, she she was legitimately upset. I would take screenshots of her texts to me and share them on Twitter, and you could see the disgust. Like how I, after the Kings win, I would just send her a little text like Kings win, and she would reply, "Shut up." <laughs> it was pretty great. So. I'm on your mom's side. Yeah. You got to get everybody's mom on the show. Ike's mom, Money's mom. I want to. That'll be a great gathering. When is Mother's Day? Maybe we could line it up coming around up. that. All right, let's get to All right. it. Half empty, half full. Chicago Bears. A sorry 2016. I suspect a brighter 2017 lay dead ahead. I really do like if you if you were paying attention, the defense started to show some signs of life in the second half of 2016. You know about uh, Jordan Howard. Had a the, great year. That yeah. offensive line is good. They don't really have any receivers. You know, if you're banking on Kevin White and Cameron Meredith and like that, that's the one concern, I guess. Um, wouldn't the, wouldn't a team like the Rams though, uh, you know, do anything to have that to yes. have those receiver I, issues? I know that's, that's, that's damning with faint. But if Kevin White can finally deliver on the reason, and we that think about how excited you know our buddy Daniel Jeremiah was about Kevin White coming out of West Virginia, um, I'm going to go half full just based on you know what what I shared the first time we did this, which is do well, I they think they finish higher, higher, and and in the sta- in their division stand, and I don't know if they're the worst team in the in the North anymore. I don't. I think I think the. You know, with Jordan Howard, with that defense, you know, I suspect they'll draft Malik Hooker, Jamal Adams, Jonathan Allen, I think a player that'll have an Marshawn Lattimore that'll have an immediate impact. Um, and like you said, that defense was pretty good last year. Pernell McPhee looks good. You know, it mentioned that he thought he was carrying too much weight. You saw him flexing out his abs, freaking out, getting ready. Um, John Fox seems to have Vic Fangio. I mean, they're pretty good coaches. So, yeah, I'll go, I'll go half full, even Foxy with Mike Glennon. Is, yeah. Uh, it now there's a, a at least enough evidence in his stops around the NFL that this seems like 
He's going to, at minimum, get them to playing sound defense, and they're going to play it his old school kind of way. They're going to be able to make some hay with Jordan Howard running behind what uh, you rightly describe as a great offensive line, at least in pedigree and potential. They just were decimated by injury last year. So let's say that they can be relatively healthy there. I like Mike Glennon, too. I, I mean, I love him. I don't think he's – you know, yeah, I, I just don't know. You know, it's one of those – I don't know. Is he better than Cutler? Um, no. Right, that's what I mean. So, okay, if he's not if he's not better than Cutler, but if maybe it's a more conservative offense, because in order to have Cutler, you got to just let him loose. You can't say, oh, we're, we're going to be real conservative. It's just not how he plays the game of football. It's too hard for him to do that. So maybe if they do that with Glennon, we're not going to get crazy uh, and throw the ball all over the place eh, with that defense – you know, again, you get you get a couple high draft picks in there, and and yeah, I got a little yeah. over my skis about a month ago and said they're going to get to double digit wins, but that's a big jump from yeah. three win twenty sixteen. Yeah, I'm thinking that. like eight and eight, nine and seven. I think nine and seven, maybe, but maybe push for that wild card if the season is right. Yeah, if could, if everything could, breaks right, they could be in the mix for the wild card. Meantime, I don't know about the Packers how you how you really. Uh, can evaluate them right now. I wonder if Adrian Peterson ultimately lands up there or somebody like I And mean, they can't go into the season with Kristen Michael, right, is their, is their starting running back. Or a, time a guy wearing 88. Yeah, I just can't imagine that being And also remember that the Packers, if not for Rodgers' promise that they were going to run the table and then the team coming through on that, it's not like they were consistently great in 2016. I wonder if they might slide back. Then again, you do have the most talented quarterback in the league. So, may, I, so it's also tough. before the draft, you know. And right. so let's see, let's see how that breaks with Fournette, Christian McCaffrey, Dalvin Cook. You know, if they yeah, can get one true. of those three, and now it looks, you know, now all these reports are coming out that McCaffrey's, which people said I was crazy when I said I said, oh man, listen, you put McCaffrey on the Colts, and oh my. Uh, you want to talk about a guy that I'm going to prop? People are going to say I'm overdrafting in fantasy, the touches and what he can do with Andrew Luck and that game, and uh, now everyone's saying, "Oh, he's going to go in the top 10. What is the uh, what is the book on uh, McCaffrey's pass blocking ability? It's fine, totally fine. I think the one the one thing that was that that I didn't like, and I can't remember who said it. And, oh, you know what? It was he didn't play in the bowl game. Just you resented that, that yeah. lack of loyalty. Oh yeah, the uh, <laughs> to Stanford football. Um, I think it was. I think it was uh, Marshall Falk that said it. And who am I to disagree with Marshall Falk? But he said Reggie Bush because of the return game. And, and I said that – that I hate that comparison because it devalues what McCaffrey does in power and how good he is mm-hmm. between the tackles and that patience he shows like your guy, Lev Bell. You know, and I, I don't know how many McCaffrey games I've called, probably five or six. It's so fun. It's like watching Le'Veon Bell to watch him wait for that hole to open. And then as soon as it's open, bang. And he is through it, and he is rolling. Um, Each Rager reporting that uh, McCaffrey may go in the top ten. That's what I mean. So the Bears aren't going to be. Te- they're not going to. Oh no, no I was talking about the three. Packers. No, I was I speaking to the Packers, thinking, oh well, maybe one of these guys slips all the way back to the Packers, and now their their running game issue is solved, well, and they get a stud. He's going to be a nice running back sitting yeah. there. There's also word that the Seahawks, the Raiders, are now in play, or Joe Mixon's in exactly. play for them. I heard your conversation. Oh, that's right. That's why I learned that. I was yeah. listening to Matt Money Smith and Petros Papadakis talk about Joe Mixon. So you're on the side, like Cynthia Freeland. No team should draft him. No, oh no. I think someone's going to draft him. I know somebody is going. To. Oh, if I were Morally, running a front office, get up on Mount Pius. Go ahead. Look down now. See, I just I don't know everything. You know, some people that we talked to at the combine, you know, and, and I, they just said, hey. 
there's another running back we have more concerns about. You know, and that's and I don't want to put that name out there. Let let those teams. Not that I'm sharing anything with teams that they don't already know, but I hate putting that on somebody when it's the teams that are doing all the sniffing around who's and sliding? finding things. I know who it is. Yeah. So when what, when they said, "Hey, sliding out there," for all the people that are talking about mixing, there's another guy that there's a lot more smoke around that you got to be worried about. Um, and I didn't mean smoke as a pun, by the way. I just meant in terms of. It some, sounds good. It sounds yeah. like you meant it to be that. You should have just left it a mystery. Yeah. So. It won't surprise me if he goes in the back end of the first round. I'll just say that. As Petros, who called uh, probably three or four of his Oklahoma games, said, hey, this is a do-everything back at 210 pounds, and he's 240. He's so 240. There, there you go. Fig- figure that out. Um, all right. So let's right. – uh, what what next? Are we done here, uh, MOVP? Do let's we do wanna... over-undies. Over-undies. Oh, my goodness. How could I forget to do over-undies presented by our new sponsor, Me Undies Money. Have you touched these yet? I haven't. Let me see. I want you to touch these. Ooh. Are those the softest underpants you've ever handled? How about that? Oh, and they got that. pandas. Yeah. I like that. That's a nice – what size are these? No, they're too big for me. You can't fit those around your uh, your meager waist. Yeah, I'm built like a teenage girl, so unfortunately, it's be a little too big for me. I need the mediums, but uh, I like the pants. Let's get print. money. Get money. Some, but money probably. Very likes soft. The briefs. He likes the brief. You got it. I think the way I would describe it is a banana hammock. But um, <laughs> do you really go brief? <laughs> no. No. Say it. I go. Uh, is there any man under the age of like I don't know fifty who goes the the uh, brief at this point? There are some people that do and swear by it. Um, Strictly Walter White. I don't understand. Oh, yeah, yeah. Walter White, well, he's over. Fruit of the Looms, well, yeah. Why would, but what is the advantage of the brief? Now, I do like the boxer brief. That's what I like. Yeah. That's what this is, I gotta, the boxer brief. I can't have just the boxers. No, I don't like you know, that, that either. That I can't have. Too much freedom. Exactly. It's got to be, much. you got to be, you know what I'm saying. I like regulation. Yes. In my government like and in my held in place. I like yeah. uh, um, All right, so over undie is our new segment here. And, uh, I don't this, like regulation this... in my government, by the way. I'm, I'm a free-for-all man. Let us figure it out, huh? We're smarter than all of you up there. Yeah, maybe Cash the, and checks. Sounds like the, the administration is in a bit of transition. Maybe there's room for Matt a Mike bit, Smith. A bit. Could sneak in there, maybe. Um, by the way. In the uh, words of Petros' father, who joins us every week on the show, when I asked him why he— Great uh, radio, radio segments. Why he never got into politics. And before there was a pause, there was this awkward pause, and uh, Petro said, "Too many skeletons, right, Dad?" "Yep, that's right." <laughs> I do believe that would apply to me as well. Uh, how come you never got into politics? Too many skeletons? Yeah, yeah, too many. I know some stories, even. Yeah, involving uh, you, you, you know potties in yes. uh, Soldier Field. Taste of Chicago. Is that where it was? It was taste. Well, that was Soldier Field. I was thinking of a. See, I got too many stories. There you go. Oh, boy. Too many witnesses. That's Someday, the key. I want you here when uh, Handsome Hank shares the police report. He had a he ran afoul of uh, the UK. Oh, world. yes, with his mom on the phone, you're going to do that, right? Yeah. I've got to be here that day. Yeah, money has to come in for that. Got to. In the meantime, Tom Brady and his wife want to move to the 12th floor of their new apartment building, which will cost them an extra $12 million. Tom Brady, number 12, uh, you know, TB12. Yes. His hat. He's got he that, wears that brand. 12. Over undies, three and a half. How many QBs in the NFL currently wear the number 12? I'm going to go under. By the way, what's the best number for a quarterback? Coolest number. 
I'm going to go seven. Seven is the correct answer. Yeah, I'm going to go seven. Too. Yeah, you got Elway, you got Rothenberg. Yeah, and that's that's the the image that came into my head was the orange crush Elway uniform with that seven on there. They also, as, I, as I've said before, the reason it's nice, if you blur your eyes just a little bit, it looks like an arrow pointed upward. It's aspirational. Ah. That's where you're headed. You got, yeah. oh, you got seven on your team? We're going to the stars. Next stop, the moon. You see? see if I were quarterback, though, I'd, I'd go 13. Because? Because, hey. Middle finger to all of you people out I, there. There is it does make a statement. It's not bad luck for me, it's bad luck for you. I got you. That's and that's that what makes, I always wore growing up. That's what makes you a cynic, though, because yeah. that proves, as I've said again before, the to me, the greatest scene in uh, the great movie, No Country for Old Men, is when Anton uh, Shigur goes into the old man in the store and he says uh, heads or tails to the old man and the man's a sweet man you yeah. can see his disposition is is pleasant and positive yep. and uh, nice to the world and he says heads or tails you have to call it and you the old man doesn't know but of course his life hangs in the balance yeah. if he calls it wrong the old man says heads yeah he lives now i think the cohen brothers were making a statement about if you say heads and you have a positive – to me, if you say heads, then you feel like – and maybe this is why I didn't want to tell my kids that they should cheat more in dodgeball – is because, you know what, everything comes the right side up, you know? The world always is going to come heads up, you know? That okay. means that you believe in what's going on around you, that the world will treat you right if you treat it right. If you call tails, then everything's ass up. You're a cynic about things. Nothing's going to come the right side up. It's going to be the – it's going to be the Tails butt end. never fails, yeah. Shouldn't I be more like I should call Tails more. My favorite scene, by the way, is, is the wife. No, I'm not going to call it. It's my favorite. It's my favorite exchange. Call it. No. It's the, be- it's the best response. No, but you have to. No. That way I can't be wrong. What are you going to do now? Huh? What are you going to so do now? Many good scenes. Yeah. A pit bull chasing somebody in a, yes. in a, in a stream. Who? What a, what a brilliant idea that was. No Anywho. Freaking books, Cormac McCarthy, man. So, I never have read a Cormac oh, McCarthy. Oh, God. They're terrible. Oh, I mean, are just, they? Well, they're just it, – it, it's no country for old men. It's just one bit of bad news after the next. I mean, from the beginning until the end, it's nothing. Read the road. You really want to be uh, lifted up, huh? Feel good hit of McCarthy the summer. McCarthy wrote the road? Yes. I didn't know that. That's I've, That is it's in the, the top worst story two ever. most depressing yeah. movies I've ever seen. My goodness, is that a grim tale. Anyhow, yeah. shot in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, by the way. Really? Yeah, that's right. Um, so, anywho, over undies, three and a half. How many QBs in the I said NFL – Wear the jersey number 12. The correct answer. Drum roll. That's a drum roll? A timpani roll. It's five. Wow. And he loses again. I'm terrible with numbers. You know that. You and I have had this conversation. Tom Brady, Andrew Luck. Want to see if you can guess anybody else who wears it? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Aaron Rodgers. Correct. Yeah. Paxton Lynch and the one you would never get. Really? Paxton Lynch? I'm going to get snatched up by Paxton Lynch on this? I would have won it for you right there if you would have even thought of him. See, I didn't Ryan include Nassim. Tom Brady, though. That's my bad. Is I wasn't including him. I was thinking three and a half more. So, truly, I was. What's Not done to. is done. What's all right. done is done. Um, all right. Is that a wrap on the show? I think so. Unless you think we've ha- we've covered more than enough soil here? Yeah, we still got to get to League of Leagues, but we got time for that. Yeah, I want to. I just because I want to get your expert opinion on that. Um, do you want to do this Sherman and Lynch thing? That's probably going to be dated by the next time we get sure, to it. Sure, let's talk about that. Okay. Um, and uh, let's tackle that. Richard Sherman. A rare, rare is the is the uh, occasion that uh, front office is this forthright about what they're thinking about doing, or 
Is it something to light a fire under Richard Sherman? What's going on here, Money? That would be my guess, is that... Uh, but he seems in on it. Yes. Well, they we're always up front with that. But it's Pete Carroll. I mean, anybody that remembers Pete Carroll, I was here. There was so much grab-ass. Like, hey, all right, yeah, look at us. We're up front. We're, up, we're, we're cool with all our guys. We hang out. We tweet at one another. This is all cool. I mean, that's the Pete Carroll model, and John Schneider is obviously part of that. I do Wait, think, we're getting though, put on probation? No, that's not I, me uh, anymore. Uh, that's anyway. you. <laughs> See you later. Out of here. The, uh, Let's hear the sound from John Schneider uh, talking about this issue on the radio up in Seattle. How would you characterize the last six or seven months with Richard in the relationship with him? There's a there's very much an openness. Uh, what you've seen um, lately in the news is real. Um, that's on both sides. It's just open communication. Um, he knows what's going on. We know what's going on. I don't know if anything would ever happen. But like I tell people all the time, we're uh, 98% of the deals that we're involved with, we don't we don't follow through with, but at least we've opened that door, gone down the, gone down the road and, and, and seen what's, 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 what's behind, you know, door a or door B, you know, it's weird. It seems like they've concluded the process. Yeah. But anyway, I, I do think there is, I, I think the, uh, the, the tirade on the sidelines, um, was not something they're into. I think it's all right. If you want to be brash with the media and with your Twitter feed, that's fine. But when you start attacking an offensive coordinator in the middle of a game uh, and you're a defensive player, I mean, we know these stories about the offense and the defense. And if you talk to head coaches, they're like, you know, Anthony Lynn, I think, was the one that just said it recently. He said, I got nowhere to go. And he's like, I've always been a position coach, and I would always see the head coach pop his head and be like, get out of here. This isn't, he's like, and now I'm that guy. You know, the, the defense is the defense, the offense is the offense. So when you're a defender and you cross that line, and you enter their territory, I think a team really takes offense to that. Like, hey, you stick with what you do, okay? We're doing what we're going to do over here. And I think that kind of side, you know, I shouldn't say sidetracked. I think it knocked them off track a little bit. How? Let's down. say they do. Let's say Richard Sherman is not on the Seahawks this year. He's I now a Patriot. The Patriots have indicated that they're not going to do it. I assume Malcolm Butler would be a part of the return, right? So that would be my guess. So the cupboard wouldn't be bare in the secondary or in the at the corner spots there. But how damning would it be to their 2017 prospects if Richard Sherman is not a Seahawk? They wouldn't trade him unless they knew. I mean, it's the deepest That's cornerback right. draft that we've seen in a long time. So if they have someone flagged, like, hey, we can get, we feel like we can get any one of these one four of guys out here, of up yeah, or, or you know, out of Colorado, you got two great corners out of Colorado, out of Washington. I mean, there's a ton of defensive backs in this draft, and if they figure, hey, we can get, you know, maybe we can get a high second, you know, if Tennessee is is in the market for a corner, and they say, well, whatever, we got an extra first, let's let's give them our second, go get Sherman. Um, get some attitude on this defense. Why wouldn't you do it? Is I, he a fit? Is Richard Sherman a fit on any uh, on all of the thirty-one no, other teams? I don't think so. You couldn't just put him on any team. He wouldn't replace that. The the probably the toughest lineup for him to crack. Just looking at the would be the Denver Broncos. Right. He wouldn't just necessary. He wouldn't just standardly walk in the door and be like, well, obviously Richard Sherman's got to be one of our top two corners. Well, I, I don't mean it that way. I think I think Sherman's got to be on a winning team. I think if he gets traded to a team that does not win, it can get sideways in a hurry. Oh, that's a good that's point. That's what I'm that's saying. Point, like, yeah. you can't be the Browns and say, we've got five picks in the top 75. Let's get one up for Richard Sherman. That's not going to go well. Yeah, he's called out Earl Thomas on the field and called yes. out guys on the sideline. <laughs> what do you think? Like, that's, His that, entire 60 exactly. minutes would be devoted to calling, calling out. Calling people out. That's Yeah, so that, that can't happen. 
Yeah, that's a yeah. But uh, Richard Sherman, though, beyond reproach in terms of talent, at he's this point phenomenal, right? I mean, you saw the numbers that were floated out. That he's the best corner in terms of statistically speaking, QB rating against, big plays allowed. He's been the best the last five years. You can't you can't argue with that. You know, at least statistically speaking. We can go in on Marshawn Lynch, but we're I don't not, know what to we, say. Physiologically, we don't. I don't know where how his body is right now. I mean, how can you say it? There, I mean, some only, guys can play into their early thirties. What about back. the uh, the question I posed yesterday that you heard to Petros? I'll pose it to you. If you're the the Raiders and you have a hole in your secondary, you you could probably use a corner. There should be a really good one sitting there at twenty four, uh, and you sign Marshawn Lynch to be your starting running back, and then you can take that corner there. Would you rather have that, or would you rather have Joe Mixon? running the ball with Amari Cooper and Derek Carr and that offensive line, what would you rather have in, in Oakland? Well, boy, yeah. I Assuming that all that, the reviews it's, it's on – funny. We had this same conversation basically last week. It's a funny inversion of the quarterback thing in the NFL, which is, well, give me the tenured guy. Give me the 32-year-old guy who's uh, been through the battles. Don't give me the young, talented guy. But in running backs – In running backs, you give want – Give me nice, fresh legs. Fresh I don't legs. care. I don't, I, oh, Marshawn Lynch has been in Super Bowl. What do I – that doesn't have any value to me. Right. Um, so, yeah. What do they need more? Is Marshawn Lynch good enough You know, to, to fill – is he better than Latavius Murray – um, I mean, again, we don't know. Projecting that he's healthy. Let me, let me. I answer it this with the anecdote that is the 2016 Dallas Cowboys. Look at how good they were. If you were to say to the, hey, Leonard Fournette's there. If you could just take Leonard Fournette there, right? Yep. Doesn't yep. that then? Or if you got the same thing, you could get. Uh, I I just don't know what. I, th- I think Lynch Mixon is. would be the only one that's there. I think I think Cook. Uh, Fournette and, you think and, and McCaffrey will all be gone. Huh. And that would be your your elite your elite running I, back that's there. I'll tell you what I really don't want. Now I'm not getting up on Mount Pius about it. I just wait if I'm that close to a Super Bowl, um, as the Oakland Raiders would seem to be, I'm not bringing Joe Mixon in. That's that just seems like man, what how what what if things blow up in our face with him? What if things hey, get sideways you're, you're with that? Hey, you're, you're going from Oakland to Las Vegas. If there are two markets that that you know, look at what happened to Kansas City last year. Yeah, you know, you, you think Joe Mixon, like you said, if you want to climb Mount Pius, uh, you better be someone that was was railing on Tyree Kill the entire time he was in Kansas City and not screaming. How did that guy last until the fifth round? Well, because he punched his pregnant girlfriend in the stomach and dragged her down a set of stairs by the throat. I mean, that that's why he lasted was, until the I think the, it was Bucky Brooks round. who was in 66 the other day with us who pointed this out, and I thought it was a, an interesting thought, is you need to go to a Midwest, uh, like a Green Bay or somewhere like that, because there is no trouble to be had there. That's where you if that's why the a team like the Packers should look at Joe Mixon. You cannot drop him yeah. into a bad well, – we're using uh, – Joe Mix, I almost said poor Joe Mix, and I guess he kind of deserves it. But any ne'er do well, dropping him into Sin, Sin City or LA or might New be York a little City might might be worse or uh, South Beach for that matter. Anywho, All great right. stuff, rangy conversation as always with Matt Money Smith. Make sure you check him out. AM five seventy or the iHeartRadio app track down the show. Thanks to Cynthia Freeland, who, as I predicted, did not make it back. Good job on the mic, Emma VP. Yeah, well you get done. a taste for it now? Thank you so much. Well no. done. You didn't get a taste for it. You still nope. don't like it. Yep, behind the scenes. I don't Fix care my for job. that. Uh, no, I think she's just saying that. Thin slice of heaven, everyone. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. 
So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. You ever get the feeling the city walls closing in, the concrete jungle suffocating your soul? You crave wide open spaces, the chance to connect with nature, maybe chase some elk, fish a private stream. Well, listen up. There's a whole world out there, and finding your own piece of it just got easier. Head over to land.com. They've got ranches, forests, mountains, you name it. Search by acreage, location, the kind of hunting or fishing you dream of. Land.com. It's where the adventure begins.